Hi, this is Derek Robertson. Hey guys, what's up? This is John Boy Myers. You're listening to the C-List Villains Podcast. These guys are the cultivators of comic culture and cool. Welcome again to another episode of the C-List Villains Podcast. I'm your host, AJ. I'm joined with Red and Luke. Hello, everyone. Welcome to International on? Women's Day. And welcome to, yes, International Women's Day. We've got a special episode. Um, I do like women. Yeah, yeah. We, I, I do, like too. And as the Gen Zers are saying, you have to say your um, pronoun and if you're, your method of straightness. So I am he, he, super straight. And then you have to say what? I like she, her? No, you just have to say your oh, level okay. of straightness. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> All the kids. Are... I, I, well, I mean, that's... I'm, I'm, a, I'm a different, so I like everybody. That's the that's what uh, the Gina Carano thing was, that boop, beep, bop thing, right? Yeah, she said boop, beep, bop. What? It, I mean, Gina, she was... Come on, you... My arm. <laughs> hey, Gina, like, you, you're a public You figure. had a chance to keep your career. Okay. You're not Why did you just shut up? You're a public figure. You were the best, in my opinion, number two below ugh, on The Mandalorian. Loved well, her. You know, we are... Loving Ming-Na Wen? Yeah, even above her. I loved... Gina Carano was my below Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal, Gina Carano. I don't count the puppet because the puppet... Oh, yeah. wow. Well, I mean, it, it is International Women's Day, so we want to give Kara Dune her props. Uh, hopefully, uh, she'll come back in a couple of years or whatever. You know, played by Ronda Rousey. Hey, <laughs> we we want remember what we said. We the you know America's good at tearing someone down and bringing them back up. So, well, yeah, the greatest example is, is Robert Downey Jr. But yeah, we Some... hate, America hated Robert Downey Jr. But you know what? We put him through about. Oh, wait! Almost wait. eighteen years of torture. Did we really hate him though? I never hated him. Why? We were just, adults you know? in the nineties. He got arrested <laughs> like the late eighties or like. Yeah, it was just drug charges. He, yeah, did, he, he didn't like. He didn't do anything bad. He didn't say anything anti-Semitic like like. No, Mel but Gibson. in the eighties, drug charges was just as bad as this is now. You blame Reagan on that. That's Reagan's fault. Oh, Siri, the war on drugs and mothers on <laughs> that, drugs and all that bull crap. That's ruined yeah. our country. Ruined it. Hugs, not drugs. Dare. <laughs> yeah. If you're feeling down, just take, take a little drug. You'll feel better. All right, that should be our country. So we, we eventually start taking, you know, prescribed drugs. And, you know, that's, that's in place of the illegal drugs that we can get. I mean, we live on the green coast now, so we can talk about it openly. Oh, Definitely. Yeah, it's the Emerald Coast. Yeah, the Emerald Coast. Now that... <laughs> that's our work. That's Seattle, our work the best coast. San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Actually, yeah, we do cover that. We cover that. We that's covered what? right there. We, we covered that area right there, the full coast. That's awesome. Oh, Vancouver too. Vancouver's also green. <laughs> yes. All right, let, let's uh, let's let's get with the uh, get with the um, the normal topics when we talk about comic book stuff. But before we get into um, our normal topic that we want to cover, well, before we get into the topic we want to cover tonight, which is uh, International Women's Day, we've got a special announcement. Luke, do you want to uh, tell our listeners? Yes, I am. RKFA Comics is an official LLC now. So we're going to take it full tilt, full yard, 100% professional status, comic shop, online comic shop. Online comic shop. No, not brick and mortar, but definitely we'll have Not a... brick and mortar for now, but honestly, I'm in about 400 square feet in my converted garage and I can't move my arms. So, so what are the chances of uh, a brick and mortar within, let's say, a year? I would say within a year, pretty good. Probably in the six to 12 month range, if it's okay. going to happen within a year. Otherwise. Ooh, you have a location in mind? 
the main thing is is my two-year-old and this next year wifey is gonna get um uh, her phd job and she's gonna need me to watch him during the day uh-huh. you know what i mean so it's kind of pointless to have a brick and mortar during the day when i'm gonna have to be home anyways right right and then at night i can be out here by myself and the kids are sleeping okay so is the plan is to start your own or take over one that's also a good question because buying out a shop and rebranding it and just having that shop there with my name would be pretty sweet well, so yeah i could i could actually see buying out a small shop that's a good you don't have to rebrand it I mean, you, could, you could use the same <laughs> the same common shop name so it's got that established no, nah, but you want the RKFA name. You want yeah, you want I'm his glad, own no, stamp. I blasted that old name out. That name's gone. <laughs> <laughs> he's keeping he's keeping the customer base, but okay, with his yeah. his, his name on it. Gotcha. So, yeah. gotcha. I, I think it's it's easier to because I've asked other other uh, owners like this the same question where you know, it's just easier to take over a shop than having to start from scratch, where you already have the inventory, the capital for it, and all you have to do is just maintain. Exactly. And the best way to do that is with weekly subscriptions. Everyone says don't rely on back issues. It's a fool's fool's gold. Yeah. Well, Luke, why don't you walk us through your 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 process of how you got to start your own uh, online shop? First of all, I've been a teacher for almost 10 years. Um, I taught, got accepted by AmeriCorps to teach down in Arizona and I tried it out and loved it. Uh -huh. And what, what happened was I've been collecting for so long, for 30 years and reading weekly books that down in Arizona where I lived on this AmeriCorps grant, nobody was selling comics around within a hundred miles of me, maybe even two miles. Wait, how is it Yuma? Yeah, how Yuma, no, Arizona? No, I was up in Holbrook, Arizona. So if you look on Holbrook, Arizona, it's right next to the Petrified National Forest. Oh, you're 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 up in in the Native American country there. Oh, I was five miles off the res. Okay, all right. That's why the AmeriCorps grant paid me, and they paid me. Fifty percent of my student loans and a oh, full damn. salary to go down there and teach the uh, five miles off the reservation, and it was about an eighty-five percent, fifteen percent split between natives and white people. Oh, and all oh wow! Yeah, it was pretty. Uh, it was like a culture shock. Like you walk into Walmart and you're the only white person. Like this is awesome. <laughs> I loved it. I made so many good friends there, native guys. It was cool. You're like the lone green grain of salt in the in, in the sea of pepper. Yeah, my kid <laughs> was the only white kid in his whole elementary school, and I freaking loved it. I was like, this is—he's gonna have so much like culture. Yeah, culture, and just when, when racists come, he'd be like, "Why are you racist? Like, racist is so stupid." Right, right, right. Like I went to school with all brown people and they were all cool and I didn't care. Um, That's so hard. I started selling comic books just like around the area and probably one or two a month, one or two a week. And it just grew from there and from 2015 to till now every week I've just been, and the one, the one thing I have to say in this game is selling comics, the tortoise always wins. Like the in the game of the hare and the race. Right, right, right. The hare and the th uh, tortoise. The tortoise always wins. I've seen a lot of guys flame up and, and like do so good. Man, they got like 185 people in their live sales. And they're just like, like a rocket. And they're blasting past me at the speed of sound. Man, I'm cheering them. I'm like, dude, you're doing awesome. Like, keep going. Love it. And then within a year, push, they flame out. They're gone. I'm like, man. Why do you think that happens? Because I really think selling is really easy, but shipping and customer service is really tough. A lot of guys 
can't handle customer service. They, when they get like a negative email or a negative message, they respond with that same veracity because they're used to like in the real world, someone disrespects you. They're like, they're like, man, you're such a fucking bitch. And man, the comic <laughs> you sent me, man, you said it was in bad condition, but it's in really bad condition. You suck. And it ends up ripping your book. <laughs> and then before you send it back. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I said it was in bad condition. I got to say, really that? Or no, here's one of my favorites. I was like, hey guys, I'm selling this book. Now it does have color touch on the cover. Let me show you this color touch, right? The color right here on the bottom. He gets it. Hey Luke, yeah, he told us how it's color. But it also has color touch on the right corner. And you didn't say the right corner, you said the left corner. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I apologize that you are right. You That was my fault. I'll accept the return. Blessings. And uh, most people don't want to do that or don't think about it. And then they end up burning their bridges and oh man. Right. And I just, they're just like sprinters. They, you're only, they're only good for a hundred meters, hundred yards. And then all of a sudden they're, <laughs> if they got to run a marathon, they, they're not going to hang. Yeah. They're so gone. Yes. So many guys are gone, man. Just crazy. Well, or you were struggling along. You were a teacher. How did transition from teacher to now comic shop over? Can you talk about that? That was pretty crazy. My my um, dad got cancer. Shoot, a year. Just about um, 2017, the beginning of 2017. Mm-hmm. So I was in Arizona and I got, I got that phone call. So I was like, I'm moving back to Oregon, moved back to Oregon. I taught at an online school and I didn't have to go and physically be present anywhere. So I could teach from anywhere. Right. So I set up my classes at like coffee shops along stops. And then in between classes, if I didn't have any grading, I would drive to these drive to all the different comic shops in the area. <laughs> <laughs> and buy comic books and freaking meet up with people and buy collections. And it was like a perfect job. And I had six classes a day and I just like scheduled up at different coffee shops along the route. It was it was awesome. Is this and when I, you meet, met the met the missus or what was it? You're, you're already together with her. Yeah, I was already with her. All right. That's the only reason why she put up with all my nonsense. <laughs> Otherwise, who knows? Well, happy International Women's Day to her. <laughs> <laughs> I know, because she is a That's saint a great with, with a lot of my uh, nonsense. And then after that, uh, you just pretty much decided you want to go full force into the comic shop thing. Yeah, and then... Um, Last June, I lost my job from COVID because they're like, you were on leave with your dad. We're going to let someone else take your jobs. We need them to. And we kind of like them a little better. So we're going to let you go. Because now we don't have money for two positions. We only have one position. And so like this crazy curse ended up being a blessing. Right. Then I was able to pull the pandemic assistance from not making any money. And then um, to start start a business because nobody's hiring the teachers right now, which is crazy. Yeah. And um, I like doing this better anyways. It's so much fun. It's a lot of fun. So, so are, are you are you leaving the teaching profession behind after after COVID hits or COVID is over? Or did, I think so. Still... I don't think I don't think okay. I'll go back in the classroom yeah. at this point. Yeah. It was a good um, fellowship to do with AmeriCorps, but it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a traditional, you know what I mean? And then right. I did three yeah. years online, so I've got like this kind of like weird, like almost like really progressive teaching experience. And most schools want like really like rigid, inflexible type teachers. Right, right, right. Cause I'm like, let's read a comic book. 
<laughs> so like seven, these are like seventeen-year-olds like, who can't read at all. They yeah, read like a. Like that's not book. that's not part of the lesson plan. Where you're making them read comic books or like, dude, they have to read something. Yeah, they're but, not gonna they're not gonna read Grapes of Wrath. <laughs> who, who, who are you teaching? They gave me because I'm the new. They always give the newest teacher the um the lowest kids the, mm. on the on the um, reading test score. So they give you the gotcha. lowest kids to teach. And I had supplemental English. I taught, you know, we had some 20 year old cause they can stay in school till 21, which is crazy. But I had some 20 So is, this is like a remedial class or, or this is an actual no, this is a, no, yeah, it's a remedial class, but out of school, normal high school. Oh, wow. Wow. A 21 still can't. No, they, on their 21st birthday, you have to go up to them and be like, we're really sorry you have to leave. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it's like February, it's like, their senior year, they're 21, they're walking around all happy. We're like, oh, we're sorry you can't be here anymore. You can buy alcohol. So, <laughs> <laughs> If you can read your age, then yeah, you can read at least something, but you won't be able to comprehend a contract. No. Damn. feel bad for those people. So these are they, they they did not graduate high school then these people. Yeah, no, they didn't graduate. And a lot of them, especially down by the res, they like that. It gives them more um it gives them four more years of free housing at the dorms and free food. On the res, there's no opportunity for a job or anything. You can't buy a house. Um only the US government owns the houses and they won't they won't let any banks operate there. Uh -huh. so you can't get any loans, which means you can't start a small business, which means you can't get ahead. You're only, you're, you're stuck. Native American people are stuck on these treaties as um, captive enemies. That's how we treat them. Fuck, man. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I, I figured that, I figured they'd be at least free to I mean, roam around, but. You know, I know they're all like kind of self-contained in these reservations and well what what happens is they economy. sell the reservation to different developments and they take the money and then they leave and the reservation closes. And then oh, okay. there's very few tribes left actually in the United States. Every year I think another twenty percent closed down. Oh man. Well, there's no fresh blood. You're so where else are you going to get? You know? Yeah. And why would you want to stay? I mean, it's so yeah. sad. It's, it's, so, sad. It's, it's a definitely. Unless you're, you're one of the tribes that has a casino, then at least that has a little casino. bit of income for you. Mm. All right, let's you got to, um, the maximum year for any crime is three years. So there's some really bad crimes that happen. And the people are only in for three years and then like, you get out. Oh, fuck. No way, dude. That's crazy. Well, a lot of people don't know that. Uh, yeah, so I didn't know like that. that. <laughs> a lot but, but you criminals. have to be a native to, to, to commit those crimes and, and still get away with, you know, <laughs> getting away in three years, right? You can't be just some, you know, like me or you. Oh, yeah, obviously. You know, yeah. In a reservation, you know, well, we have, I guess they have separate laws for that. Yeah, no, if you get picked up by the reservation police, it might happen. But more than likely, they'll have to extradite you out into the U.S. government. Oh, wow. All right. So, let's... let's All right. Good to know. Yeah. Good to know. I'm not going to go to a reservation trouble. Let's talk about uh, your business now. When can we start buying from you? So, come to my Facebook sales. That's still where I'll do most of my business, through that page, RKFA Comics page. Um, the site is up, rkfacomics.com, and I'm going to have that be where you can order books and hopefully manage your inventory, and then I'll get... So, FOC, count, yeah, FOC exactly. orders? Okay. Exactly. Right. I can do FOC orders, and I can do... Um, can we start ordering now, or is it still Not yet, uh, through Diamond... The diamond application process does take a little bit of time. And then you do have to get in an order of, of um, $450 to start the process. Right. So we you have to have something in place to order. Then that process to start. It's like, it's like earnest money. 
and you have to have an employee identification number. You need your business license number to open that and then the earnest money to start up. So. Well, congratulations, sir. Um, round of applause. Thank you. I do appreciate that. Um, we've first got customers our customers here. <laughs> yep. We've got our, our uh, official entrepreneur, first entrepreneur in our Sealess Villains podcast. Yes. And if, if you guys, even you guys, the host, uh, Philip, if you guys want to order, you know, then we'll just do the, the um, discount. Yeah. Whatever you need, 100%. I'll take care of you guys. So awesome, man. Just Thank know you. That. You have your collectors, in your insider to the collecting um, industry. So, because I can order anything out of the previews book, Diamond will deliver that. All right. Except DC. Move it on up. He's doing. Except the what? DC. I don't know what they're doing. Oh, that's right. That's right. So, so mainly IDW and Marvel and boom, some of the, yeah. Yeah. I don't know who else is on uh, DC's because DC's already left the, are their other thing. They yeah, have they like trained yeah. by one and their comics by the other, but one of them is left. Yeah. That I don't know. I don't, I don't know uh, DC's whole uh, shipping model. Maybe just go back to diamond. That or that or again, they could do the digital with the with the NFT. So that's another conversation we could set for later, because definitely well, we're looking at we're looking at digital comic books here. That's true too. And what people don't realize is they say, "Oh, this is the '90s." What they don't realize is the distribution companies by the late '90s there were 26 distribution companies. So if you can imagine, as a comic shop owner logging in and you have 26 orders you have to make like that's not going to work weekly no it's true no one's no one's going to make that happen nobody yeah well once again man we want to congratulate you um you. i appreciate that for all that's our big dick energy bud big dick energy yeah time to be my own boss no more principles to Go to their office and explain why I. Uh... <laughs> yeah, your your only boss is your wife, so you know. It may, yeah, my it only may boss the, is my wife. Layer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's my operations officer, so I have to, <laughs> I have to answer answer to her anyway. Ah, <laughs> uh, your COO. So, so for all our listeners out there, make sure you uh, go on to his website. Again, Luke, can you get that out to them? RKFA Comics. Dot com. There you go. So, uh, it's official. It's official. Yep. Facebook official. Mm -hmm. All right, guys. So let's talk about international women's day. Uh, today, March 8th is the international women's day. Is that, has that been a thing or is that just like a new thing? Has that always been a thing? Oh yeah. That's a long, long term. Thing. Long okay. time. Eh? I'm a, I'm a pig, I guess. I didn't know that. A long time. Um, well, knowing, knowing my history with you, yeah, if if it was 10 years ago, then yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, bud. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's a, that's a whole different podcast. Um, but in celebration of International Women, Women's Day, we want to celebrate some of the comic book female characters and give them their props. Yeah. So, in honor of International Women's Day, um, we're going to give our picks of who we love in comic books. Uh, Red, you want to start us off? Sure. Um, uh, my first uh, heroine. Female hero? Heroine. Heroine, yeah. Heroine. Heroine, okay. Not the drug, but female hero. Uh, it'll be uh, Michonne from Walking Dead. Okay. Because, you know, the whole... Uh, Ninja thing is appeasing to me right now. So definitely, she's the uh, the badass protector of uh, Alexandria, and you know she may in the book she may have been a little bit kooky and hooking up with a uh, uh what was his name again? I can't remember his name. She didn't okay, hook, but yeah, hook up with Rick. In she, hooked, the... she, she, she does it. She hooked up with Morgan. She hooked up with Morgan. 
Oh, okay. Mm, yeah. Morgan, wow. Okay. Well, Morgan was kind of like a ninja yeah. too, right? Wasn't he like, he got to that point where he was... No, nah, but like he, he was... Yeah, well, in the show, yeah, definitely. But yeah. in in the comic book, he was uh, more of a nutcase. I loved him actually when he was a nutcase. That was I liked that style. Yeah, it's you know it's kind of like a duality where you know you where you, you act normal one time and then all of a sudden you're just because you're seeing the world at a, a different view now since you're going nuts and thinking right. that <clears throat> your uh, your paranoia is taking over. Which usually happens to me every now and then. <laughs> is is Walking it's, Dead? It's the, the pills. Is Walking Dead the, in its final season? Uh, it's on ten C, so which is an extended season ten, and then the final season will air start airing summertime after they uh, wrap up on Fear the Walking Dead. What about because there was another spinoff after that, right? Like. Uh, like this group that it's like Walking Dead in the oh. future. Oh, World Beyond, Beyond, which is just it's a it's a group of uh, kids um, in the uh, what do you call it the uh, I forgot the group name, but definitely that's gonna play big into all three Walking Dead shows plus the movie with Rick. Oh. It's all gonna play out of that. Is is Beyond the Walking? Is that going to end as well or? It's only good, only slated for two seasons. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yes. I'm excited yes. for that one. I'm excited. For that one. Yeah, definitely. It'd be good to have um, uh, Rick Grimes back. Seriously, I was, I was gonna say, it, uh, is it would be good to have Rick Grimes come on the show and interview him? But yeah, that would be cool too. <laughs> well, Andy Lincoln's out there somewhere, so yeah, I think he'll be down to do a show. But let's. We'll, we'll have our people talk to his people. Yeah, he's not doing anything right now, right? I mean, oh, he's I, well, he's probably uh, still, probably filming the movie. Oh, well, you're filming. Yeah. Probably is filming the movie. Yeah, but you know, we could we could probably even go through you know uh, uh, Chris Hardwick and you know, well, again, we'll have the Walking Dead people call us yeah, when they're ready yeah. to schedule. Actually, let's because you know, we're, we're big time. Let's interview Chris Hardwick. Hey, I'd be down for that. That's a hell of an idea. Not, not not Chris Hardwick of uh, of Nerdist anymore. He's not there anymore. I, I, ID Tenty. ID Tenty. Okay, okay. We'll, we'll have to make that happen. You know, we got to ask him about San Diego Comic Con and you know how much he's uh missing it, just like us. But yeah, so my first hero is Michonne. Okay. Uh, my second one would be uh would be. Mary Jane, not Mary Jane. Uh, is it Mary Jane Foster? Jane, it's Jane Foster. Female Thor. Yeah, Jane, Jane Foster. Foster. Why am I saying Mary Jane? <laughs> yeah, Jane Foster. Thor. Yeah, especially with the new pictures out with uh, Natalie Portman. Oh man, that's she's dope. She, she's been working out. That's for sure. That's for sure. Yep. Man, I remember I had guns like that about ten years ago, and then stopped working out. <laughs> but yeah she's gonna be badass I'm so excited for that Thor yeah I am too I was hoping that they would have like more costume picks but uh, they're hiding all that stuff for now I figure it's it's you know she's gonna gain the powers when she goes to like a uh, uh, new um uh What's the, what was the their planet called again? Um, Asgard. Asgard, thank you. New Asgard, and then she'll hang out by the where the hammer was broken by Hela, and then all of a sudden, hammer comes to life and comes back together, and then notices that she has cancer, and and boom, we got female Thor. Do you think that she signed like the the multi seven picture deal that they normally give these actors? Yes. Mm, that's a good question. I'm going to say no. How many pictures do you think she signed up for? Because it can't just be one one and done, right? It can't be a one-off one off tour. It's, yeah, I hope not. She has, she has to at least be in the next uh, um, A-Force and then maybe a team up with Captain Marvel. And maybe show up. No, actually, no. It'll be, it'll be too early to show up in the... Uh, Doctor Strange. 
But, you know, I could be wrong. But definitely at least seven pictures. Seven movie deal. I was thinking... Someone's got to... So, I, I was thinking more of like they're going to give her her own spinoff movie, sign her for three, and see how it goes after that. I think so. I think that's probably more likely. Well, but then that, but in that case, then but but her being Thor, that means regular old Thor will become unworthy Thor, and then he's gonna have to play into that role, right? Oh, now it'd be even better. Well, can, can, I love that storyline. Can't he still be like I thought it was gonna be more on the lines of he's now King Thor, so he, he's just you know taking care of his kingdom. Oh, is he King Thor in this? I was assuming that. No, he he, he left. No, he left the he left the left uh, Asgard. New Asgard. Yeah, what's the, to, uh, what's the time? So I don't even know what the timeline is. What's the timeline? Of this? this is just right after uh, Snap Two. This is after. So, this is after the Iron Snap. Yeah, yeah. Iron Snap. I think so. Okay. So then so, he would have bequeathed this kingdom to Valkyrie, which was an MCU choice, not a. Right. Right. <laughs> And he's off with the the guardians, so he's flying around right now. Um, and then most likely he'll he's supposed to meet uh, Beta Ray Beta Ray Bill. As much as I I think it'd be cool to have Beta Ray Bill, it's gonna be really weird looking. I know. Yeah. How are they gonna do like the actual costume? Yeah. I I it's gonna be. I mean, if they can pull. I mean, they pulled off Rocket Raccoon. So they can pull it off. It's just going to be really weird to see like a talking. Well, no, I mean, we see Mr. Ed. We've seen <laughs> talking horses. So is it a horse or a camel? A he, he's neither. He's supposed to be Beta Ray Bill's race actually looks like Asgardians. They look like normal people. He was um, injected with so many with like this certain type of serum, which made, gave him the crazy features to try and save his race. And that's oh. why he looks like he, but his race doesn't look like him. His race looks like as guardians. Well, I mean, there's gotta be a storyline where he, he tries to come back as normal, right? I mean, yeah, because there's no way like, you're like, I'm, I'm stuck like this and I want to be like Hulk, cool with just this. like Hulk or anyone else. Yeah. But he is as strong as supposedly as strong as Thor, obviously. Takes me on him. But again, I mean, that's all dependent on the who writes because he got beat pretty bad by uh, uh, the current Donnie Cates run. So, that, yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, Red, cool. you got any more females that you want to give props to? Oh, Psylocke. All right. Psylocke. Great. Pick. Yeah. Great, great, um, great, just great, because great. of Jim Lee, how he drew her during the nineties, fell so, in love with that Psylocke. Is Psylocke now? Is she officially Asian now, or is she still like British? Betty I mean, Braddock is now think, uh, out of. I think Mark uh, Brooks made her officially body. Asian. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So the original Psylocke is now back to Japanese. Betty Braddock, who is now Captain Britain. Is in her um, original body. Okay, but I think Psylocke retains retain some of her uh, her powers. Okay, yeah. Which I can't remember what her powers are. And of course, Demon Days just came out. Excited to read that soon. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a brand new Psylocke there too. Mm-hmm. The so, Scott, I mean, again, the that's that. You know, not uh, not doing so hot. The book's really not doing extremely well, unfortunately. Demon Days? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think people just, you know, might catch on here as soon as you know we get into the hype of it, then yeah. You know, it was a so I read the word for Peach. I read it. I thought it was a good read. Um I think people are just not, to be quite honest, they're not they're not ready for that art style or they're not they're not it's not their type of art. Okay. What, what they don't like? They don't like stories about feudal Japan. 
No, not that. It's just the art in inside the interior is not typical comic oh. booky. You know, and I I think people just need to, you know, they're not they're not accustomed to that art style. Okay. Well, Man, definitely we should get teach, teach on here, have her explain herself and how she why she did it her way. Yeah, I would think people would be, would be swayed. Yeah, by once you're, she, you're she not explained herself. Because you don't speak English, we are here. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Luke? Don't worry, your... we'll, we can book an interpreter if we need to. <laughs> what, what about yourself, Luke? Who do you have? I have, um, starting with, of course, our favorite heroine of all time, Wonder Woman. Um, nice. Diana, the, uh, the Amazonian woman. She is, of course, up there. Uh-huh. And perhaps a Wonder Woman number one might be coming to market soon. Oh, wow. Got some word on that. Of course, that's a million-dollar book right now. Um, second would be Black Cat. Okay, Felicia. Felicia doing, uh, holding it down with the universe, the MCU. Hopefully, she'll get a nice introduction to him. Followed by Catwoman. They're kind of entertain. They're kind of interchangeable for me. Ooh, who would win in a fight between them two? I'm giving it to Catwoman only because we haven't seen enough of on-screen um, Black Cat. Very true. Very true. I would also give it to Catwoman only because. I think Catwoman has that edge where she'll she'll go farther in a she'll go a little darker. Yeah, yeah. She won't be <laughs> so so she won't be afraid. So Black Cat and Catwoman are the same. They're not superhuman. Well, Black Cat is she has powers though. Like Dave Chappelle said, and then I kicked her in the vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the, the, the old cunt punt. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, a black cat does have powers, though. So I'm trying to look of, at her Wikipedia because yeah. I have no. It doesn't seem like she got nor nor an alien and like heightened senses, maybe. Yeah, I thought I what thought her powers are like similar to like dominoes where like she has like this luck where like nothing bad happens to her that's why she's always doing these capers and stuff because she knows that she can't get hurt she won't get caught and you know yeah, Boy, but she's a, what, she's... A, what a wasted character that that was Deadpool <laughs> too. oh <laughs> number four oh. is gamora oh nice nice Love not, her not, not why Gamora. Love her character. Love how she holds on to her grudge at the until the very end and wants to kill Thanos. Love that. She never lets her grudge go ever. She's like the um, on the Princess Bride. The my name is Inigo Montoya. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. And then, of course, I gotta give it to... Now, this this is a reach, but she is in the MCU now. Officially. Okay. Not you, but she is in the Marvel comic universe. Um, I'm giving it to our girl, Leia Organa. Organa. I was gonna say Solo, but they're divorced. Leia Organa. Organa. <laughs> <laughs> Only separated. Yeah, do they, uh, do they... They never got officially married, right? No, but, but they are corporating. She does take the solo name in um, in some of the books. Okay. Alea would be my number one favorite heroine on um, on, on any. Okay. Okay. Those are good we picks, man. That one. Those are good picks. So for me, I'm gonna I'm just gonna say my number one character that I'm gonna put. Is uh, for for International Women's Day, 
we got to give that love to Mary Jane Watson. All right. Nice. Yes. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you right now, she made a deal with the devil to save Peter Parker's aunt. And I'm like, dude, that is the ultimate love sacrifice. She had a perfectly good relationship. She was in love. They were both in love. And she was like, fuck it. You know, like if you, if your aunt means that much, I'll make a deal with the devil and have everything erased. I mean, wow. She held it down. Okay. I mean, it's going to get erased. I think now I think, uh, with the current storyline. Yeah. But, um, just the mere fact that she was going to do that. I mean, if I was, uh, if I could give Mary Jane some advice, I would have been like, Hey, you know, uh, Aunt May, she's pretty old. Uh, time's coming you know <laughs> like you don't gotta make this sacrifice yeah you don't got her but she did yeah That's well if it was movie. like sally fields at me then yeah but if it's uh if it's a uh, uh no i can't it, remember her name but it's, she's uh, not, you mean marissa tomei at me no, no, no. Yeah, Mar- it, yeah, that it, one. It is um the Tobey oh. Maguire Aunt May. That's that's the Aunt May we know. In oh oh okay. no, okay. no. Too far. But you're not gonna count Sal- Sally Sally Field. She's still the, relatively the young. Field, I mean, uh, Sally Field's on the edge. Do you take her? <laughs> Definitely on oh, the she's edge. She's the one who hired Mrs. Dalfire. <laughs> ah, damn it! Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean. I'm giving Mary Jane Watson her props. Not only that, but, uh, you know, in, in certain iterations, she is a superhero in her own right. She she has yeah, yeah. worn the uh, Iron Spider costume at one point. Great. Yeah. Great comic. Yeah. And on the DC side, um, you took uh, Catwoman, so I'm going to go with someone else. No, Catwoman. If you say Catwoman two, it'll just affirm that it's yes. Okay, I'll go with Catwoman two. I'll go, and only because she's holding it down for Bruce. I mean, Bruce is like, get away from me, like I'm a lone wolf, and no matter what, she's like, she's there by his side. Totally. I mean, I can't believe any woman would would stick around. With a guy like Bruce, you know, I'm like, the, the, I'm, I'm a Bruce. I'm a, I'm shocked anyone wants to even be around me anytime. <laughs> <laughs> Although Bruce is kind of a scumbag, he did in certain storylines, he did hook up with Barbara Gordon, which was Nightwing's girl. So he is kind of a sleazeball, but when you're a billionaire who literally runs the city, yeah, yeah, he has ball once in a while. Yeah. You gotta get your nut on sometimes. <laughs> Woo. But yeah, I mean, I gotta say, Catwoman, she's holding, she's holding it down for her man. The guy doesn't even want to get married, and she's still sticking around. I mean, come on. She's like the main love interest for Bruce, or is, uh, other than you know Barbara Gordon. Is there another one? Uh, this is Talia, like, right? It's Talia. Talia go comes and goes, but it's always been Catwoman. Okay, okay. Although, they have the kids. Although I I do feel as though if Wonder Woman wanted her way with Bruce, she could she could change Bruce. I think that's that's the one that um can change Bruce. So that Wonder Woman he's, and Bruce. He's he's her unicorn. Now, oh, because she's an Amazonian, how long do Amazonians live? I mean, I mean, according to the the movie, she she hasn't aged in like yeah. eighty years. So yeah, she's like a she's like one hundred and fifty. <laughs> like she needs to go and like do a little crossover and meet Logan. Well, I mean, the thing is, that's probably why she's a good fit for for Bruce because, like, you know, when he's dead, she'll just be like, "Oh, it was one of my former lovers," right? She'll inherit the uh, estate, you know. Oh, that's true. She but, would completely, she would, Gotham would be fixed over 
night. She would just bring up her Amazonians, have them just patrol, <laughs> patrol the street. There would be no arrests. They would just pick up criminals and just shake them. Like, <laughs> stop doing that! And just put them down. Okay, go on your way. The criminals are like, <laughs> you know, you brought up Logan. Do you think Logan and Wonder Woman could make a good couple? Oh yes, a hundred percent. Because he's off doing his thing, she's off doing her thing, and then they come together and they understand each other. Yeah. They should do a crossover based based off of their love or something like that. Let's do in fact, let's do a crossover event. Let's do um maybe even for Easter, call it like spring love or something like who cross canon would ship together like wolverine wonder woman or like you know what i mean like let's do it <laughs> that, that's in a month right easter's in a month it would just be funny yeah that's one of our well, next topics like, next the, week. Uh, like or like best pairing and it could even be like two dudes like magneto what dc uh, magneto and lex luther could be or I think Lex they would clash. Luther. They would clash. <laughs> Lex Luthor and uh, Professor X. <laughs> I do want to see Plastic Man and Mr. Fantastic in one. I mean, Professor X is gay, right? Let's just add Lex Luthor's gay. Can we just end that conversation now? Like, they are both gay. Oh, they yeah. would be great together. A couple of cue balls <laughs> with their cats, their hairless cats. Oh, man. That's going to be one evil duo right there. Or he'll make him good. Be nice. He's like, Lex, do the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> We're not talking about like Saddam Hussein and, and, and the devil in South Park, you know? It's not, it's not going to be like that. Oh, man. Lex definitely, that's going to be X. Lex and X. Lex and X. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> this is the crossover event we need. Lex and X. Okay, uh, and they're a gay uh, okay, fan fiction. How, how, fan fiction. How did this? How did this crossover come about? Oh man, this is the fan fiction we need to be. Uh, maybe Lex Luthor was helping the uh, Xavier with some thing with the mansion, I guess, or some kind of foundation to save the mutants, and, and Lex needed somebody to kill Superman, so he, he knew that <laughs> Professor X had, you know, all these mutants. At his disposal. Totally. What about Joker and like Carnage or like Green Goblin? Joker and um, Cletus Cassidy. Ooh, that's a good pairing. Now, are we talking like a gay pairing or are we talking like just a homey pairing? Uh, well, you know, if they're a gay pairing, they're gonna like like to like inflict pain on each other, right? Any partnership would be nice. Like, it would either be a you know just a romantic or or totally just being a uh, a duo of, of crime, right? Like Still would work out. I mean, Carnage they actually and Joker, did Carnage and Joker, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. If they ever did a crossover where they actually like teamed up to like cause mayhem, it would be a pretty crazy book. Lex and X, though, it, that, that just, that's a, <laughs> that's a fact of life now. I'm going to be emailing both companies to make this happen. <laughs> it's like, hey, Jim Lee, um, you worked on Superman and X-Men. Do you just think that you would pair up these two? Manhattan, they get a brownstone, They're, they adopt a kid, they set up a school. No, no, they uh, don't adopt. They, um, they have a kid through surrogacy. Yes. Well, through, don't through, they have like Mar right now? Through, in uh, Mara McTaggart. Yeah, in in, in the in the, the island of Krakow, aren't they just like making kids now? Just out of like nothing. Yeah, so they can go and get a kid. Yeah, and yeah. that kid's going to grow up to be I don't know who, the Lex and X. <laughs> Is it X and Lex or Lex and X? I think it's Lex and X. Lex Lex would have to be the the, the first name. He's not gonna. The top billing. He gets yeah. top billing. He's not going to be like, no, I have to be the first name. Professor X is the um, is the ENFJ. So in the relationship, so he will definitely. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, X twenty three and Damian Wayne? 
Oh, I would love that. That would be awesome. Oh. Yeah, Laura and Damien. Yeah. That would actually be a great couple. We'll Although Laura's, Laura's we'll a little older than him, though, right? Yeah, a little bit older, but, you know, you can't pair them up as, as teens. Yeah, yeah. We need a Marvel DC team up, and we need we need to have we'll call it Marvel DC team ups, and we'll do Laura and Damien. Um, we need Lex and X. We need who else? You know, we need Joker and Cletus, or we can call it Arthur and Cletus. Um, these are Thor and Superman. Should we do Thor and Superman or? Thor and Superman would be pretty funny, actually. Superman's so tight, and Thor just like be whacking him with Mjolnir just to like and laugh. And Thor and Superman would, like be like rubbing the back of his head, like "ow." Hey, it's it's only been recently that Thor's been funny. I mean, like the last the the Golden Age Thor was really that kind of serious, like Superman, right? Yeah, exactly. And I think modern Thor would add a lot, even like. Fat Thor. Fat man. <laughs> I can dig it. I can dig it. All right, AJ, who's the rest of your list? That was it. That's it. That's it. All right. Pretty good list. Happy yeah. International Women's Day. Happy <laughs> International <laughs> Women's Day. This was a little short episode for our listeners. Uh, enjoy it. And we'll, What was that? WandaVision. Uh, we will wait till Thursday with... Thursday's WandaVision. Oh, man. Yeah. All right. So I'll have to, to binge watch again through it and get my notes together. I thought you already had your notes on that, no? I, I got more notes coming. All right. All right. I got okay. notes, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I got some things to say, but uh, we have to wait for E-Man. So uh, for our listeners, uh, uh, thanks for listening. And uh, the next episode will be our WandaVision reaction. And uh, now, go, then, now go cultivate some comics. Yep. Go hit up the hotline bling at 209-975-7597. Yep. Send your now, questions. Cultivate comics. And comments. And then maybe even put your order through there as well. And we'll, I'll send it to Luke. Yeah. Once yeah, he starts up, 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 up and running. Send me your All right. With that being said, we'll see you guys on the next episode. Thanks again for listening to another episode of the Seedless Villains Podcast, your cultivators of the comic culture. Make sure you follow us on Facebook and email us at seedlessvillains at gmail.com. You can also leave us a voicemail or text us at 209-975-7597. Be sure to join Luke Week's Facebook group, Rare Keys and First Appearance Comics. And you can follow us on our two Instagram accounts, seedlessvillains and Seedless Villains Podcast. Lastly, follow the villains on their separate IG accounts. At Luke Weeks, at Seedless Villainous Red, at Seedless E-Man, and I am at AJ the Comic Collector. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you all next episode.